stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. This is a remarkable story, folks. Uh, and, you know, we, we most of us will never understand what it's like to, to be homeless or how someone can end up in that situation or how they can get out of that situation. But I think it's worth hearing these stories because, you know, the issue keeps coming up. And what can we do? How can we help these people? Are, are they doomed to perpetually be in this situation? And obviously everyone's different. Uh, but our next guest has a remarkable success story. Uh, And she shares it in her new book, which is called Dream Big, Overcoming a Lifetime of Trauma and Abuse that Led to Dreams of Success. Kathy Takero is the author of that book, joins us on the line here this afternoon. Kathy, congrats on the book and uh, welcome to the program. Thank you very much for having me today. Uh, This must be a very uh, interesting experience for you. I know you've done a whole bunch of media just being out there like this, sharing your story, writing this book. You know what? It has. I was actually, I had my book launch last night, and I had about 52 people. I had uh, 15 community programs attending the launch. And um, I was, as I stood there, before I even was able to speak, I'm looking at the crowd, and I'm thinking, wow. Six years ago, I was homeless on the streets. I had nothing. I didn't even have hope anymore. I was so depressed and so desperate with with just life itself at 42 years old. I'm educated. I was a nurse for 13 years. How does this happen, right? And so going from that, from six years ago to last night, looking at, at the crowd, and I'm thinking, wow, I have come so far, the miracles are unbelievable. And just all the media, the TV and everything, just the whole situation is overwhelming. Yeah, it's it's quite a story. And, and you know, the fact that it has uh, a happy ending, I mean, is, is certainly inspiring. But, um, you know, I mean, when you look at how bad things got for you... Uh, you know, it's it's the kind of bottom that, that folks obviously hope they never hit. Um, you know, I mean, so th- this didn't start for you, though, until kind of later in your life, right? That's correct. Like, I had, like, in my case, I had had a, literally a lifetime of uh, undealt trauma. I had lots of child sexual, child sexual abuse, uh, multiple sexual assaults during my teenage years, and then going on into um, some extremely bad domestic violence situations where it's really by the grace of God that I'm actually alive today. It was that bad. But um, going from that, well, I just, as a nurse, it was easier for me to take care of other people's problems rather than look at my own because I figured, well, you know, someone, there's a lot of physical ailments out there, and I figured, well, it's just bruises and name-calling is not as bad. I downplayed it when in reality, no, my, my situation was really severe. So I put on this mask of out to the outside world that everything is okay, that I'm good, I'm happy, but in reality, I was just one big mess. Yeah. So, yeah, so I ended up pretending and pretending until one day I couldn't pretend anymore. And that's when everything just kind of unraveled. Well, and, you know, people haven't been through all of this, maybe don't fully appreciate it. I, I think, you know, people can understand uh, someone has a, a severe injury, uh, in their life, and that can continue to affect them for a long time. But, mm-hmm. you know, to go through violence, to go through sexual abuse, and the lasting scars that that leaves, uh, maybe people don't fully understand how that can continue to affect you so many years after the fact. 
It does. Um, what it does, it, it really destroys your, your self-esteem and your self-confidence. And um, when you're walking around with such a negative core belief inside, it, it, it affects your decision-making. It affects your, your choices in, in, in your mate because now you start tolerating stuff because you don't believe in yourself. You don't think that you can achieve these goals. You don't think that it's possible because you feel so unworthy. And so it took me a long time to retrain my brain, basically, to say, wait a minute, right? I am not what, others, what someone else's opinion of me says, this, says that I am. And also another thing that I learned is that I am not defined by my past. A lot of a lot of people, like myself included, I carry my past around with me like excess luggage, <laughs> and I it, it affected everything that I did until I had to learn. I actually took time off life, and I went and did a lot of self recovery and, and and self assessment to figure out just who Kathy is without all the masks that society, you know, kind of expects you to wear, that you're, they expect you to bounce back from hardships. Well, everybody's different. Not everybody reacts the same. And so, yeah, in my case, it took me about a total of two years to actually fix what was broken inside me, you know. But as you, you try to find ways uh, to, to numb that pain, and, and that's why people turn to, to drugs yeah. and alcohol. Yeah, I was drinking. I never started drinking until I was 30, like not at all. And then um, I ended up starting to drink and drink, and before you know it, I, it became a crutch. And before you know it, I was a full-blown alcoholic drinking every single day. And anytime I had any type of emotion, I'd be drinking it. And so today I have uh, now almost six years sober, and it's completely changed my life. I'm able to face my fears. I'm able to address life. I don't need a crutch. I, you know, I exercise instead. I find I have tools to, to help me deal with just life in general because, right? So it's much better, much, much better. But, but that's where it started, right? You, you turned to alcohol and yep. it kind of went downhill from there. It went totally downhill from there because it's... Life isn't meant to be hiding behind a bottle or pills. I mean, a lot of people use pills. I've seen that in nursing for a lot. Um, they get addicted to, they say they get an injury and um, they'll start taking some Oxycontin and then before you know it, they're addicted to it and it just affects, it's, I mean, addiction is addiction, <laughs> whatever form that may take, right? So, yeah, yeah that is if, effectively what landed me homeless and losing my nursing job. My daughter wasn't, um, she she was wasn't talking to me. She was mad just because I couldn't figure it out. And um, I ended up um, six years ago, pretty much in April it was, that when I was homeless uh, for seven days, I kind of walked around in a fog, like just a complete fog. It's just the depression, the darkness was so heavy. And I'm looking around and wondering how does an educated woman end up in a situation like this? Yeah. But I also learned from just the people that I met, there's a lot of people that have just had hardships. It's not, it's not necessarily due to addiction. It's just they come through um, illnesses, they end up losing their house, or they get divorced, all sorts of uh, um, other social economic problems, and they lose hope and they lose the strength to fight, right? But anyway, on the seventh day, um, there's a guy named Toothless Joe. He slapped me on the back and he said, this is the life, you know, live it, love it. But when he did that, it, it what happened was that that cloud of depression that I had, it just kind of cleared for a second. And I'm looking at my surroundings and I look at him and I said, what did you say? <laughs> I said, this is not my life. And I stomped my foot and I said it again. And I said, this 
isn't my life. This is not how my story is going to end, being homeless with a guy named Toothless Joe. <laughs> like, it's just not happening. So that, for me, was the defining moment. Even though I had nothing, because I, I had even been robbed, so I didn't even have any ID. I had, like, nothing. I didn't know where I was going. All I knew was that what I didn't want and I didn't want to spend another second in the company of that guy. So I turned around, I ended up going to the hospital, I detoxed for a couple of weeks, and then I went into this Hope Mission Wellspring uh, recovery program for women. It's a year-long faith-based program that you live there, you just kind of step away from life, and all you do is focus on yourself. So two minute, uh, two years from the Toothless Joe moment to um, the picture on my cover of my book, that it, it, there's a two-year span so i mean the, the transformation was huge i from that moment on like i quit drinking and then i went to a career planning workshop because i couldn't go back to nursing so what do, how do you change careers when you're 42 it's not easy right no i wouldn't think so like, uh, like, but that's quite a change it, it, well <laughs> yeah because i mean i didn't know what i, I didn't I, okay i'll put it this way i didn't know what i wanted to be when i grew up <laughs> yeah that's one way to put it <laughs> So I had to go to a three. Uh, there's a three-day career planning workshop to figure out what I was kind of apti- my aptitudes were, and personality-wise. And after all the, these tests that they give you, it worked out. The lady gave me a sheet, and it says you're, you know, you're geared. You have an affinity for heavy equipment operator. Honestly, Rob, I just about fell off my chair. I'm like. That's like I gave her the test back, and I started to laugh. I said, "That can't be right. That's not mine." I said, "I'm a woman. I'm 42, and that's a man's job. Like I've never even looked at equipment." <laughs> so what does she do? She gives me the test back and says, "If only you'd believe in yourself a little bit, you'd see that the test is right." So she ended up putting a, a Les Brown video. Uh, he's a big motivational speaker. For, uh, that's for someone who doesn't know. He's amazing, and she puts on a video that it says it's possible. And so as he's talking, I started thinking, well, okay, I am a good driver. I, I've never had a ticket. I've never had an accident. I'm, you know, I'm quite good. Well, maybe I can go drive a truck or, you know, do something like that. And that's where the seed was planted that, okay, there's other options in life than what I was used to. Yeah. So I gave it a chance. And she sent me to Women Building Futures. I'm not sure if they have one in Calgary, but I know in Edmonton, I know they're looking to expand here in Edmonton, what they do, it's a nonprofit organization, and I recommend it to every woman that's listening that's looking for a change. They offer um, every type of indis- uh, non-traditional tra- uh, career in a trade, like carpentry, electrician, plumbing, um, crane operator, heavy equipment operator, journeywoman, like whatever, and they give you um, the assistance to help yourself. They even have apartments above the building if you need a place to stay. To, like They have so much going on, and companies that sponsor them, so I went there, and the day I walked in, Imperial Oil was there, and um, I ended up taking, they were offering a, a pilot project, but it wasn't guaranteed that you're going to be hired. I mean, they just wanted to offer this program. And I took it, and there was 170 women that applied, and I did. I went above and beyond to make sure I passed all the tests, and I ended up getting picked out of the 170, and they took 16, and then they were... They didn't hire everybody, but I ended up getting hired, and um, yeah, it, it has completely changed my life. Well, that's awesome. Well, the book is called Dream Big. Uh, congrats on the book. Congrats on, on everything uh, that you've accomplished the last few years, and yeah. thanks so much for joining us here today. really appreciate this. Okay. Uh, just one last thing. If they want to go to uh, YouTube, they can see a book trailer of eight minutes long of called Dream Big, Kathy's Story. 
Awesome. Kathy, thanks again. Okay, thank you. All right, there you go. Kathy Takero, kathytakero.com. And yeah, by the way, it's a 400-ton 797F Caterpillar truck that she drives, and she's got a photo of her standing in front of it on the cover of the book. So what a cool story. Dream Big is the title of the book. We are back with more, folks, right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.